The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, boy, I tell you what, talking about weather, how's the weather in the panhandle? Chris, good morning, and I hope you're well, and thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, quite quite the last 10 days down here in Florida. Uh, one, I think I said this the last time, uh, I actually do have radar on my phone like everybody in Florida does, and now I see why, because you watch these things. And I was lectured about not watching them incessantly because you don't know where they're going to go until they go. What you'll find interesting is, and I've said this more than once, Chris, <laughs> I live far enough west in Florida. I'm in the central time zone. As my in-laws who live in Venice, Florida, are locked down, telling me it's probably about the seven worst hours of their life. Friend of you and me, obviously, of ours, Bobby Herman, just down the road from Sarasota, locked up in a house for seven hours. Uh, the wind blowing. A couple of other friends, old legend, uh, legendary friend of mine, Bob Cuzillo, who worked with me at Principal, knew him for that DI guy for twenty some years. Also played in the NFL for ten years. I'm reading an article that went over the wire from the Sarasota newspaper, and it says Bob and Mary Cuzillo reporting, you know, all the damage that happened in downtown Venice, where he has a condo, um, and he talked about how devastating just that was, and they were on the backside, Chris. So, and back to where I am, they were on the backside of the hurricane, actually, which means they didn't get the eye of the storm and they didn't have a storm surge and they were fortunate because, as you well know, that happened with Ian farther south. Me, it's almost like survivor guilt, I guess. We didn't have a cloud in the sky and had 20-mile-an-hour winds. So, six hours to my south, the world is being devastated. And um, I'm here with nothing but sunshine and some wind, and that's about it. So, that being said... You originally are from this part of the world, so you talked to me for a few minutes this morning because I, I, first our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to everybody that was impacted by this because, as they say, when you watch it on TV from afar, and I was afar as well, Chris, even six hours away, and then you actually talk to people that have gone through it, and I know you have friends in Fort Myers, it's about as devastating as anything can ever happen. So that being said, uh, I know you grew up here, I think in the Orlando area. Give me your thoughts on Hurricane and and, and where we are and what happens, because they're talking Fort Myers might not have power for another six weeks. I mean, that is crazy, Mike. And, and to your point, yeah, I grew up in Orlando, which is obviously in the center part of uh, the state of Florida. And I saw a lot of neighborhoods that I recognized that had flood damage. Now, again, this wasn't on the coast. This is in the center of the state, quite a ways from Fort Myers. And so that flood damage was astronomical. And Mike, I was thinking about this because post the hurricane that it's gone through, it's, you know, gone through Georgia, Carolinas and all that. And then the reports start coming about, okay, assess the damage. And so I'm going to make a segue uh, into disability insurance here in a second, but it's estimated that all, somewhere between 10 and 30% of the homes in Florida have flood insurance. And so think about that for a second, because so much of the damage was flood related. This has happened before, and I've thought about this before in other hurricanes. 
when you live in these areas that have the potential for flooding, most people look at it and they say the following two things. And then I'm going to make my segue to income protection. When t- speaking of flood insurance, it's not going to happen to me. And the premium's too expensive to add that to my homeowner's policy. And so they think that they're going to get by. Now, obviously, what we know, those people who made that decision is they're going to be severely impacted financially, maybe devastated by that. So let's make the transition, Mike, to disability insurance. How many times have we heard somebody say, it's not going to happen to me and it's too expensive? And of course, the moral of the story is, if you're fortunate enough to be six hours away and it doesn't happen to you, you won that bet. But if it does happen to you, be it a flood or be it, you know, some type of illness or accident, you lost the bet and you've put so many assets at risk. In this case, imagine those people down there, Mike, whose houses are hundreds of worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Today in the Wall Street Journal, it talked about they're going to now allow people to go into their 401k to be able to repair their houses. How devastating is that? So that's kind of an editorial comment, and it really is amazing how we think as human beings. It won't happen to me. It's too expensive. What are your thoughts about making that comparison? It's a very fair assessment. And along the same lines, I, I think in Sunday's paper, we're just kind of talking some facts today. And it all it, it all is related to income protection, obviously, because it is what it is, because we also know how many people are hurt or sick, right? And now, obviously, we've got the death toll of over 100. And that number will continue to climb, as we know. And, you you know, you talk about homes being 100s. Well, actually, a lot of those places we're talking about in the millions, right? And just a week ago, Chris, you and I, I think a week or two weeks ago, our last podcast, we we bantered back and forth for a couple of minutes. And I, I came up with a statement that you don't ever want your client to have. And it's like, I wish I would have you fill in the blank. How appropriate is that today? When we're talking $40 billion already in insured claims are going to start happening. Insured claims, $40 billion. The uninsured is going to even be larger. So I, I don't, you know, this is not total devastation. This is complete irrevocable total devastation. And you just hit the nail on the head. There will be many, many, many of people in, in this part of Florida, which I, my heart goes out and so does yours completely, that will never, ever, ever get their life back the way it was two weeks ago. Think about it. Just two weeks ago, they'll never get their life back. So you couldn't be more spot on when someone says, well, it's a, it's a, it's a one in a hundred nine year chance or whatever the number. We started our podcast with uh, Chris. Do you have a crystal ball? I'm still looking for that son of a gun, Mike. And you and I both, and we make this joke a lot and it's, it's kind of tongue in cheek, but let's just stop and think momentarily. Chris, you just hit the nail on the head. I don't know how many people are injured. We talk about recovery right now. That's how many people are injured that are not going to go back to work. That I guarantee you, without flood insurance, they sure as heck didn't have income protection. I mean, I'm I'm willing to wager a bet after 30 some years in this industry. What would you say? Would you yeah, agree? I think the thought process is very similar. Again, going back to my comments, it ain't going to happen to me and it costs too much. And, you know, then there's always I can ride it out or I have savings or whatever. But you think about it, Mike. I mean, the listeners in our podcast, and, and look, we, we, there's some very affluent people who listen to this podcast, but there's a lot of people, if you were to ask them, hey, look, if you lost your house today and you had no insurance on it, what impact would that have on your financial condition? And for a lot of people, to your point, it would be devastating. And now we're talking about people who, 
middle America, middle America. I mean, they they don't have the resources. You know, they don't have the big 401ks they can dip into. I mean, so it's so it's devastating on the hurricane, and it equally is devastating if they become hurt or set. Well, you and I are like the Joe Rogan podcast where we have the, the guy that can Google everything for us while we sit here, right? Right. <laughs> and look up everything. But if you put it in perspective, I, I would say the average 401k in America is under, under six figures. Fair? 100% agree with you. So let's just say it's $88,000. And somebody can look it up and they can call me and correct me because I'm wrong, I'm sure. But if you take the average, I'd say it's right around six figures or less. A house on Sanibel Island is worth 10 times that, Chris. Yep. Right. Easily. Maybe 20 times, maybe 30. Those houses are gone, unfortunately. Uh, there are people that have perished and there are people that are hurt or sick. So it, 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 this all ties together with your risk protection package, which you and I have discussed at least 10 times in the last two and a half three years of our podcast. Would you agree? And let's talk about that risk protection package. And I'm going to ask you, hopefully this will be easy. What does it include? Is it up to date and current? I wish a whole bunch of people probably going, I wish I would have done that three weeks ago and somebody would have said that to me. So go ahead. Let's go through what it is. Our risk protection package, current and up to date, because it, it, it applies to today's world after what we had just had. Yeah. I, and I think back, this, this goes back when you and I first started to get to know each other. And I'd actually made a move to Cincinnati, Ohio for Provident. And you were still younger with Provident in Seattle. And I don't know if you remember this, but there was this big, every, there was a fear that there was going to be, you know, an, an earthquake was going to devastate, you know, kind of a line that split Kentucky down to Tennessee. I don't know if you remember that. And everybody, and everybody was trying to say, okay, do I get it or do I not? Now it was such big news. The premiums were high. Well, it was, you know, it was supposed to be the doomsday. It never came. And so people who bought dropped. Some people never did. And I guarantee you, since I now live in Kentucky, there's not one person I've talked to that said, you know what? I'm worried about that earthquake really making a big dent here. Nope. Nobody has it. And so again, uh, we never think it's going to happen to us. And this is a, a line that people have heard, but I attribute to my good friend, George Davidson, bad things happen to good people. And that's something that right now, that's why this risk protection plan to make sure that it is not done half ass. Because it's easy to do it half-assed. Yeah, I got a little bit of life insurance. I got a small DI policy. I got homeowners, but I don't have flood insurance. It's easy to do it half-assed. Is it complete, which is the term you always use. And that's where we need to go. Because you know what? You live in Kentucky. How many weeks ago was it that you had severe flooding? Boy, it was uh, six weeks ago. The eastern part of the state had severe, severe. flooding. So these things happen everywhere, and you and I aren't experts on climate change, so we don't need to have those discussions. We just know that things happen. And if you're a, a, an audience listener of ours, I implore you, I, I, I do personally, and, I, and Chris, I think, will echo this. This is the time that you grab that list of clients that you've never done it. I don't know if you have 100 clients, and you've listened to the cheesy things that I have a tendency to say a lot, especially me, not Chris so much. And go do it. Is your risk protection package up to date and current? And you now have an example as to why it needs to be done yesterday, not next week. Because you can say, I don't want you to look at me and say, I wish I would have. Because I know there's hundreds of thousands of people in South Florida right now that if they could do it over again, Chris, you and I absolutely know they would do it differently. 
I think. Hey, Mike, do you think that on that coffee mug that on one side it has mug, the other side should say, I wish I would have? With a question mark? Exactly. Or, <laughs> yes. And again, the cheesy things that we do, if it makes somebody stop and think about just how important this is, just how important income protection is, homeowner's insurance, all homeowner's insurance, umbrella policies, medical insurance, flood insurance, life insurance, medical insurance. Chris, I think we just, oh, and a home and auto. I think we just covered all of the risk protection package. Whether you're a CLU, CHFC, it's still important to talk to your clients about this because three of them, at least two of them relate to you specifically. So my, regardless, don't assume somebody else is going to do it as well, where I want to leave my final comments today. Don't assume, because you know what that word spells, right? Don't assume that somebody's going to do it like the casualty person or somebody else is going to do it. And if you're property casualty, don't assume that the life insurance or the financial planner is going to do it. Don't make the assumption. So you don't have a client that says, I wish I would have fill in the blanks. You know, Mike, this is a great discussion today. And I want to kind of tease our listeners that our next podcast is we're going to, you're going to give us a report uh, back from what went on at IDIS which is happening uh, in Salt Lake City. So obviously a lot is going on in the industry and it'll be interesting to hear your feedback. And in our next episode, we will also uh, announce who the Harold Peterson Award winner was and we will say some good things about him on our our next episode. As soon as we find out who it is, and for those of you that aren't familiar with IDIS, International Disability Insurance Society, go to their website. They have some really, they also have really good training uh, webinars, uh, the, the, the membership annually is not that expensive, but you can actually check it out basically for free first and, and see, because I, it, again, it's another resource that, that a group of field people developed years ago to help you increase your income protection and disability insurance sales. Mike, enjoy the sunshine. Chris, you have a great week and thanks.